Hey guys, this is Greg Denning, and you are in the School of Awesome Sauce, where I share with you amazing stories and strategies to help you live an extraordinary life. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the School of Awesome Sauce. I'm actually in Nashville, Tennessee right now at an amazing conference. And it just has me it has me all just fired up and excited about growth and improvement and progress. And you guys have maybe heard me say before, because I say it all the time, I love it, there's never a graduation from education. We just have this incredible opportunity, and I think duty and responsibility, to keep growing and learning all the time. And a lot of people stop learning because it's uncomfortable. You know, especially as you, you, if you get into a place where you feel comfortable and confident and competent, then to start something new is really uncomfortable. Like I started when I was 40 years old, I started taking violin lessons and it was so uncomfortable because <laughs> I'm, I'm a 40 year old man, right? And I'm sitting there like screeching on the violin and you feel like it feels so childish, right? You try something new and it's like, and I'm learning French right now as well. And I know I slaughter the pronunciation and I don't understand. And I get all excited about it. And I try to talk to somebody in French and I'm, right? It just doesn't work out. And, and there's something to be said about that discomfort, about being in that place where you're willing to be uncomfortable. You're willing to set aside the ego. You're willing to be the rookie and the newbie and the person making mistakes and falling down on your face in front of other people, right? Because it feels so embarrassing and so vulnerable but we have to do that. We have to be willing to show up and say, I know nothing and I'm no good at this, but I'm going to be good at this and I'm going to know something and pay that price. I think many, many people remain underdeveloped simply because they are unwilling to get uncomfortable again and keep learning. And we need to develop that lifelong habit of being curious, voracious learners. You've probably already heard the statistics of you know, the, the average top executive uh, reads around 60 books a year and attends about six conferences a year. Right now, that's, that's a lot of investment. I mean, they're spending time on courses and mentoring and training and books, and, and they see tremendous value in that. They're, they're not sitting there saying, well, I don't have time, I don't have the money. They're like, this is worth it to me. I get one idea out of this book or one idea out of the conference. It's worth all the time, effort, and money. And, and often there's million dollar ideas or even, you know, we don't have to compare it to money. It's totally transformational ideas, ideas that will train, change your marriage and transform your parenting, your psychology, your emotionology, right? Your, your emotional mastery, how it'll, it'll transform your spirituality. Every part of your life, it will go after it. But the average American leads, reads less than one book a year. I can't even believe that. And um, I read this study that said most people do not read a nonfiction book after their last graduation, whatever that is, from high school or college, they stop reading. And then they're reading, you know, if they do read, it's some kind of fluff or junk that really doesn't help them get better. And so I want to challenge all of us, myself included, to stay on this course of learning and growth and improvement and making change. Because, you look, you guys are great people. You're, you're really good people living good lives, but I'm guessing if you're like most of us, you want to level up. There's something built inside of you 
that wants to keep improving, wants to keep growing, wants to keep pursuing the next level. Even if you've achieved something great, even if you've done good things and your life is good, there's still something in our souls, which is called the upward reach, right? There's still this longing in us. It's like built into our souls and our DNA and just everything in us that's saying, keep growing, keep learning, keep going. Right. And I, and I love it. I love meeting people this morning in the gym when I was working out uh, here at the hotel. I met this guy from from the UK and he's got these super successful martial arts businesses and fitness businesses. And I mean, he's like and he's, he told me he's like, everything's good, man. I got my I got my cars. I got my house. I got everything I need. I'm running my businesses. I got my wife and family. He's like, but I feel driven to make a change in the world. I want to make a difference. I want to do something. I want to contribute. Like I want to change the world. And he wants to change education. I mean, and I love this. I love this this pursuing purpose and mission and fulfillment and meaning, right? Because once, once we get rid of those things that we think are what we want, you know, the nice car. And he said that he's like all oh, the fancy car and the fancy house and all those things. He's like you get them and you're like, okay, whatever. But what, what really matters is doing something that's meaningful and impactful. And so we want, you know, I, I suspect you're listening to this. You want more what we, what we call freedom income, um, we actually have, we call it our, our freedom income mastermind. We, we meet each month to mastermind ideas with our students and our, and our clients to, to help them start or grow their businesses because we all want freedom income, income that allows us to do what we love to do and where we want to do it and how we want to do it. We want more excitement and passion and love and spark in our marriage, right? To be best friends and not just kind of transactional blah and you know everywhere I go all the time I'm meeting with couples that there's a lot of tension and a lot of pressure on their marriages or even if it's good it's just kind of it's just transactional just kind of going through the motions of doing life and family together they want some some excitement back and and there's usually strain and struggle and challenge with children you know from screen addiction and fighting and non-responsiveness and parents you know, overreacting and yelling at the kids, you know, getting super upset at them and, and the kids pushing the buttons and the parents pushing the buttons back and and the drama triangle and then these massive withdrawals from the emotional bank account, right? And, and damaged relationships. And we just want to connect. We want to be close. We want to, we want to go through life. We want to figure out how to get things done, right? To be productive, to use our time well and our energy, to be in the best shape of our lives, to do things like I mentioned earlier that are fulfilling, we want to be effective, right? We want to get and stay organized and motivated. And we want to dream. I, I, like I talk to people all over the earth. We want to dream. We want to dream again. And many of us have just kind of squelched this idea of dreaming. And it's like, oh, settle into reality. Oh, this is just the way things are. And the reason we ever do that, you guys, whenever you say, oh, here's what happens, right? We get frustrated, we get irritated, we try, we fail. And what it is, we actually are getting to the end of our own skill set and our own knowledge base. And when we reach the end of that, too many of us just go, well, pfft, guess that's the way things are. Guess this is how it is. And we give up there thinking that that's the way things are when really that's just the way we are. And we are, all of us, like if you get nothing else from today, listen to this and write it down. Every one of us lives within the limits of our knowledge base and our skill set, right? We all live within the limits of our own knowledge and skill set, like the mindset, the skill set to what you know and what you do that confines you. 
And those, those limits, you guys, are self-imposed because we can push those limits, but it's really uncomfortable and it takes consistency and massive effort, right? <clears throat> but we live, excuse me, we live in the confines of those limits and those limitations. And so we've got to break past them. And then all of a sudden, something that we had acquiesced to saying, well, that's just the way it is. Now it's no longer that way because our skill set and our knowledge base has increased. So now we can make dramatic improvements. Whoa, right? Isn't this awesome? But as long as we remain within those limitations, then we feel exhausted and tired and sore. We don't sleep very well. We don't eat very well. Our routines are off. And, and a lot of us go through life feeling physically yucky. And we're experiencing a lot of strain in our family relationships. And there's contention. And we feel irritable and disconnected and chaotic. Our finances are stressed. It's causing fight. We feel like we have lack and limitation. Get into debt and fear. Our faith struggles because we have we lack faith in the future and maybe faith in God. We're, we're doubtful. We feel this unrest and we feel inner turmoil instead of inner peace. And these are all these are all the the unintended consequences of of staying confined within our limitations and kind of stuck, right? We lack clarity in the future and uncertainty, and we lack vision. And it feels kind of dark and dismal, and and we have all these negative beliefs and fears about money and about travel and about chasing dreams and wondering if things will ever work out. And we, then we live within the confines of our fears. But we can break out of all of that and live this extraordinary life if we just turn it on and make it happen. So I want to I share an acronym. And you've probably heard me share it before. But years ago, I was sitting there thinking and I was like, you know, what is it? What is the, what is the key to success in, in every area of life? Like how how is it, you know, from, I used to be a personal trainer and I love fitness, right? And how is it in, in fitness, you know, in the gym or in the martial arts or in a triathlon or in finances or in business success or in family or whatever it is, like what, what is it, like what's the common denominator? What is it that makes a difference? Man, I could go on for days and days on this, this topic because so many things keep coming into my mind. But Albert Gray wrote one of the most amazing articles uh, that I've ever read, and I, I mentor and coach from it every single year. It's called The Common Denominator of Success. And in there, he basically break, he studies all these successful people and unsuccessful people and is looking for the one thing that separates them. Basically comes down to the idea of, like, look, successful people are willing to do the things that unsuccessful people are unwilling to do. That's it. That's the common denominator of success. And he says, you know what? Successful people don't want to do it either, but they do. They form the habit of doing it, right? And we've had our children memorize this quote from him about habit that says, every single qualification for success is acquired through habit. Men and women form habits and habits form futures. If you do not deliberately or intentionally form good habits, then you automatically form bad ones. He says, you are the kind of person you are because you formed the habit of being that kind of person. And the only way to change is through habit, close quote, right? And so we've got to be willing to do what others are unwilling to do. Again, back to where I started. You have to be willing to be uncomfortable and pay the prices and turn off the TV, turn off Netflix, cancel your Netflix membership, right? Stop seeking entertainment and start seeking growth. 
and make this commitment to yourself that you're not going to go to bed at night until you've learned something that's improved you and you've worked on one of your skillities, right? Your skills or abilities. You've worked on your skillities that day. So every single night you go to bed better than you were the next day because none of us, not one of us has the right being the same person next year that we are this year. We ought to be green and growing and like getting better every day. And it's just, just a tiny bit, just a fraction of a percent better each day. And all of a sudden that adds up and we're getting this massive difference. So I want to share this acronym that I came up with years ago when I was sitting there thinking, okay, what is it? And it was Kavi. You know, everyone goes out for their morning coffee. And I was like, we need, we need Kavi every morning, C-A-V-I, your morning Kavi. And it's just this daily thing that you do day in, day out, your whole life, right? And it's an acronym stands, stands for Consistent and Vigorous Improvement, Kavi, Consistent and Vigorous Improvement. And, and here's why. It really came to me when I was working with people in the gym or I'd go to the gym and I'd see people there that were super consistent, right? Well, actually, let me, let me switch. They would go in occasionally and work out crazy hard, but they weren't there consistent enough. And so they didn't get the results they want. They'd go in and I've done this before and you've done it, you know, like I, I won't practice my violin for weeks and then jump on and try to practice for an hour and like, okay, but I'm not making progress. You go to the gym and you work out crazy hard and the next day you're so sore you can't move for three days and you don't go back for another week and, and you're just inconsistent. You, you want to do a blog or a YouTube channel or something and you, you make a video and then you post another one two weeks later and then another one, right? And you're just inconsistent in all those things. And you, you get excited about parenting or marriage and you write love notes and, and that wears off after a couple of days and you stop doing it, right? Because we're, we're just not consistent in it. And so number one in Kavi, you have to be consistent. You have to be consistent. Um, I actually talked to a, a very successful YouTube producer yesterday and he told me his strategy that he charges six figures for. And the biggest piece was consistency. You just have to do it day in and day out, no exceptions. You commit like your integrity's on the line and you follow through, right? And, and of course, there's so many stories of that, but it just, it just works. You have to be consistent and vigorous. Now, I met people who were consistent. They're consistent at posting. They're consistent at going to the gym. I, I would go to the gym regularly and I'd see the same people there again and again and again and again. But then I noticed, I'm like, they're not getting any results. Like they're here every day and you know, they're, they're present every day, but like not really present. And I realized it was vigorous. They're missing the vigor. They're missing the intensity. They're doing normal action. And the most dangerous thing about normal action is you're, you're taking action, but you're not getting results. And so you feel comfortable. You're like, I'm doing it. And what you're doing is you're going through the motions, you're checking off your little box, you feel good, you pat yourself on the back, but you're not getting the results you need and want in your health and fitness and in your business and in your life and in your relationships because there's no vigor, there's no drive, there's no passion, right? There's no spark there, like there's no enthusiasm and, and we got to bring it. And so we have to be consistent and vigorous right? We got to bring that stuff and show up when we, when we're there, like be all in. And, and many of us are missing that massive level of action where we seriously step it up. But I found that, and this is a studying personal development for over 24 years, traveling around the world, coaching people. Like if we are consistent and vigorous in our improvement, 
okay? And that's important. Consistent and vigorous and improvement. The, whole, the reason we're doing everything is to try to get better, to get in the best shape of our life, to have our relationships in the best they've ever been, to get our business in the best condition it's ever been. We're always seeking growth and improvement, always. If you settle off and think, oh, things are good here, we'll just kind of coast, there's no coasting to the top. And life is lived on an incline, right? So if you stop, if you, any, if you sit back on your laurels, you rest a little bit thinking, oh, we're good, let's just maintain this. As soon as you think I can maintain this, you start settling back. Right? That's when you think, hey, my muscles are good, I can stop using them, gonzo, right? So we have to always have the intention of improvement, of betterment, because there, you can keep getting better until the day you leave this place, right? You've got to keep going and keep growing. Whoa, it's so good. So now I want to take this to the next level, right? I want to introduce this idea, and I just spent a lot of time writing last night, just like, whoa, just one of those mind explosion moments where you're just like, this is amazing. And it's going to seem like a little bit of a shift here for a minute, but you'll see what happens. You'll come back to it. It's about being ethical and moral, right? And, and stay with me on this. We'll come back. Because most of you, I would say, are ethical people and moral people, right? And that means doing the right thing. So to be ethical and moral means you do the right things and you don't do the wrong things. So, you know, you don't lie, you don't steal, you don't cheat. And, and, and I wholeheartedly believe, and I've experienced this around the world, most people are good people. And even, even the, quote, bad ones, they're just making poor decisions. But even some of the roughest, toughest humans on earth that I've interacted with are still good people. They're just making some poor decisions. And so, you know, to be ethical and moral excludes being cruel and inhumane. And here's where we tie back into our topic today. I think being ethical and moral actually goes beyond that. That's kind of like this base level. It's like, it's like you guys, the Ten Commandments are, the, are the, base, the basic. They're like the bottom line. It's like the minimum level. It's funny. People, people look at things like that and they're like, okay, as long as I'm doing that, I'm, I'm, just, I'm amazing. And you're like, whoa, whoa. It's like that's the base level. That's like the lowest marking on the wall, right? It's the lowest level stuff. Like those are, It's just like, hey, look, don't do those worst things. But then we keep going up. We're seeking refinement and growth and improvement right? Consistent and vigorous improvement. We're always seeking the next level. We want to keep refining and growing and improving. Never just stop. Oh, I hit the basics. I'm done. Please, please don't ever do that. Please don't ever, ever have this mentality of, well, that's good enough. I'm done with the basics. That's good enough. No, like never let up. Just demand excellence and greatness of yourself. Because here's what happens. People will pat themselves on the back for not stealing or not lying. And that's great, right? But what happens is when they do that, they miss the next level. We think, well, look, I, I, don't, I don't steal. I don't cheat. I don't rob. I don't beat anybody. I'm a good guy. So I'm good. And they settle right there. They settle and stop at that level. And they totally miss the higher levels of life. So you guys want to know what the next level is? Here we go. Now I'm tying back in. Now this is next level stuff, right? This is top-notch stuff. And so stick with me here on this, on this idea because it's, it's higher level. Like, whoa, what? I think it's actually unethical to be a mediocre person, to be a mediocre worker, an average spouse or parent. You're like, what? <laughs> what? 
what are you saying? <laughs> that that it's, it's, it's actually unethical and immoral just to be okay? And I think so. I think it is, and here's why. We actually have these spoken or written or implied commitments. And I think you're actually being cruel, we, and myself included, that we're being cruel, we're lying, we're cheating, we're stealing when we are unhealthy, for example. Now, who am I being cruel to if I'm unhealthy? Who am I lying to and cheating and stealing from if I'm unhealthy? Well, me, of course, right? I'm, I'm, I'm lying and cheating and stealing and being cruel to myself. It's a, it's a huge sign of disrespect to not take care of myself and be in the best shape of my life. And what's interesting, it goes beyond that, right? Now, this is next level stuff, you guys. It goes beyond that. If I'm unhealthy, I'm cheating and, and lying and, and robbing and being cruel to people that I could influence or impact or help if I were in a better condition. You with me here? Now, none of this is intended to make anyone feel bad. I'm just saying, we got to level up here. And, I'm, and I had this vision of like, whoa, like this is top-notch, top, top stuff. Like it's, it's actually unethical for me to be unhealthy because I'm then not, I'm cheating my kids. I'm stealing from my wife and my children and, and other people I might impact because I'm limited now. And I'm, I, I, don't, I don't have the energy I could have and the stamina. And there's literally activities I cannot do because I'm unhealthy. And so I'm, it's unethical for me and immoral for me to, to do that to my children. To be undereducated or underdeveloped. Think about that. If I remain undereducated and underdeveloped, who am, I, who am I lying to? Myself, of course. Who am I cheating and stealing? And how am I being cruel and inhumane? Well, think of the limitations. Consider this, you guys. What, what things are you unable to do? What potentialities do you have? What, what level of influence and impact are you now cheating and stealing and lying and keeping back from others? If you were more developed and more educated, if you spent more of your time improving yourself instead of entertaining yourself, like, you get what I'm saying? Like, I, I believe this. I believe, I believe for me personally, I will be held accountable for people who I might have impacted if I fail to do that. I really do. If I have the opportunity and the potential to have a positive impact on someone and I don't do it because of my own laziness, right, and my own... <laughs> lack of growth and, and drive and, and impact. Like for me personally, I'm not going to hold everyone to this standard, but for me personally, if I don't do that, that is immoral and unethical for me. And so I have to keep growing. And you're like, oh man, that sounds exhausting. It sounds like a lot of pressure and stress. Yeah, bring it on. Like what? But I find it invigorating. Anything improvement and growth is invigorating. And some of us are like, well, it's too much pressure, too much stress. No, that's good. It's good to be uncomfortable. That's good to keep growing. Now, you guys, I'm not saying we don't have a lot of fun. I don't think anyone will ever accuse me of not having fun and enjoying life. What I'm saying is let's have our primary focus to be growing and improving and impacting others, right? I think it's unethical and immoral if I'm lazy, if I'm distracted, right? Spending all my time scrolling on a screen or 
you know, watching some TV series or whatever, you know, just gone. I, I think it's unethical and immoral if I'm apathetic or indifferent, if I'm prejudiced, if I'm small-minded. And if I'm living below my potential and I have all these dreams that are unfulfilled, dreams for myself, like I'm cheating myself if I'm not dreaming big and I'm not vigorously and consistently pursuing my potential. And, and I'm cheating others that I might have impacted. I mean, you guys, this is huge. This, I hope this idea is like resonating with you like it hit me. Like, like it's, because I could sit here and I pat myself on the back and say, I'm a good guy, you know, I don't, I don't steal or cheat or, you know, I'm not, I'm not out beating anybody or robbing anybody, you know, or whatever. Uh, I'm a good person. I could sit back or I could say, no, 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 no. Like, if I'm not pursuing my potential, I'm actually, it's, I'm doing a disservice to myself, to my wife, to my children, to my grandchildren and great-grandchildren. I mean, this starts getting generational, right? And, and the way I want to have an impact in the world here from, from my coaching to our, our coaching package, the School of Awesome Sauce Monthly Coaching, to you know our Freedom Income Mastermind for our own clients and our group coaching and personal coaching. Like, I mean, the, our, our blog posts and this podcast and everything else. If I remain under my... Um, potential, right, because of my own lack, to me, that's unethical. That's immoral. Like, I'm, I'm literally robbing and stealing and cheating and lying and being cruel and inhumane. And again, you guys, this is higher level stuff. But let that sink in. Like, if you sit around just wasting away your life, like, you're not only cheating yourself, you're your kids and your grandkids. And potentially hundreds or thousands or tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands or for some of you, even millions of people are missing out because you're not sharing your message and you're not delivering as you improve and grow. Some of you have a message you know you need to share. You need to, you need to raise your voice and sing the song that you were born to sing. Whoa. Whoa, right? So we come back to this point I made earlier about we're all living and operating within the limits of our own personal development. And those are self-imposed limits. So my mindset, my beliefs, my attitudes, my education, my vision or lack of vision, my skills or skillities, my habits, the patterns. Right? If we're not constantly growing, then I'm cheating myself and I'm cheating those that are within my circle of influence or my potential circle of influence. So like it or not, my friends, you and I have a non-negotiable commitment to take care of ourselves and then our family members and then anyone else that's within our circle of influence. We have an obligation to make a difference. Whoa, right? Noblesse oblige is that French phrase that means our nobility obligates us. So I mean, the, the fact that you live in the time you do and you have the opportunities you do and you're even listening to this podcast, which means you have all kinds of opportunities and privileges that many people don't. And you've been giving so, given so many um, open doors and, and privileges and opportunities, so much affluence, so much freedom. Like we have this obligation. You're nobility. You are noble. You're great. You're awesome. You were born with a song to sing, a mission to share. Like something to contribute. And it might be with a small group. It might be with a massive group. You might want to change somebody's world or you might change the actual world. 
but noblesse oblige. Like your nobility and my nobility obligates us to be generous and kind and to make a difference in the world. Whoa, I get fired up about this stuff. I love it. Now, again, please, please don't misunderstand me. None of this is intended to make you feel bad, right? It's, it's only to remind us of who we are. Who we are. Like the poet said, we come to earth trailing clouds of glory, right? To be human beings with the privilege and opportunity and I think responsibility to have a positive impact in the life of another human being. And we have a high standard to live by, to truly elevate our lives. So let's, let's hold ourselves to that high level of moral and ethical standards, which is far above the societal minimal, minimum level standards, right? This is... This is the top-notch stuff. This is, <laughs> this, is the, this is the top, right, you guys, where we're going for to just become our absolute best selves. To practice kavi every day, consistent and vigorous improvement. To, you know, apply the principle of the common denominator of success. To be willing to do the things that unsuccessful people don't want to do. Most of us know what we need to do or should do. We just need to discipline ourselves to do it and set up systems and patterns that make it easy to succeed. But I really do. I believe it, you guys. I believe we have a moral obligation, noblesse oblige, to make a difference in the world. And we can totally do it. And here's how it gets done. Every single day, just absolutely refuse to go to bed at night before you have learned something that day that makes you better and you've practiced one of your skillities. Whatever that is, like you do something that improves you. And I promise, my friends, I've done it in my own life. And if I can do it, anyone can do it. But I've done it in my own life. I've helped hundreds and thousands of people. And I've observed and read about tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of people who've done this. If you just make consistent improvement each day, it almost seems miraculous that, you know, in a few months you're like, whoa, check out all these results. <laughs> like, wow, look what happens when I'm consistent and vigorous in taking action. Instead of like many of us, we, we miss a day or two and then a week and then we go a couple weeks and a couple months and some people a few years or even decades and they're like, oh, ah, shoot, I should have been working on myself. I should have been working on my dreams. So don't ever sit back. Don't ever just try to coast. You cannot coast to the top. Right? The only way you coast is downhill. And so we got to be green and growing and improving and excited and vigorous and alive. And it makes you feel alive. Otherwise, and let this sink in, you guys, for ambitious people like you, for people who want to live a great life and you have dreams and you have goals, to, to not be doing something like is demoralizing. And we feel like we're dying inside. Right? You know what I'm talking about? Have you gone through a time period like that where you weren't working on anything, you didn't have any goals or ambitions, you start to die inside. And then you get depressed and discouraged and disheartened and you start to feel hopeless and desperate. I've been there. But we want to feel alive every day. And the key to feeling alive is to be green and growing for consistent and vigorous improvement 
and seeking to make an impact, to make a difference. Whoa, I love this stuff. Okay, you guys are awesome. Love you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being a part of this. Thanks for being good people and being willing and driven to, to pursue personal greatness and impact. Awesome is always an option. Reach upward. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. I hope you got a lot of value out of it and found some things that you can apply to your life right away. Hey, I'm, I'm being totally sincere when I say I, I live to help you live your extraordinary life. So I hope you'll reach out to me if you have any questions or let me know how I can help you in any important area of your life. And in fact, you know, this, this podcast is brought to you by the School of Awesome Sauce monthly coaching program. Take advantage of that. Get in there. If It's the best way to get a breakthrough to the next level so you can level up your health, your spirituality, your emotions, your mind, your relationships, your finances, business, every part of your life. Just get in there where you have a, a coach and a mentor. You have a supportive community to make things happen. So, so jump in there. Take advantage of this. Try it out. Get in there with us and level up your life. See you on the inside. Reach upward.